0: Hey, 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 y'all. Welcome to The Real Times with Kimberly Marie
1: and Bianca Rachel.
0: Welcome, welcome, welcome back, y'all. We missed y'all. I know, it
1: feels like a lifetime. Is that crazy oh. like when you go on vacation and you feel like you've been gone for so long? Granted, it wasn't a vacation, but I'm just saying, you know, it's been too long. I got so many stories.
0: Yep, those technical difficulties is just not okay, y'all. But we got everything together, and y'all going to be hearing us. We're going to be back and better than ever. But, of course, y'all already know, this podcast, and I'm pretty sure every other podcast, going to be talking about the sad news, the community. It's just not you know, basketball, it's just not, you know, black people, it's just not, you know, LA, it's just not, you know, the Lakers, it's literally everybody. They literally stopped what I saw them interrupt um, the pro ball when I was watching ESPN. I was like, wait, I'm not, I'm not going to believe it until I watch ESPN. They broke CNN, you know, uh, I'm pretty sure they probably interrupted golf that day. Like yeah. and for those who have been under a rock, Kobe Bryant.
1: I would have never yeah. have known, though. I, Kobe, like, I would have never known if you wouldn't have said anything, because I was cleaning. So, like, I was in the house cleaning, you know, doing mm-hmm. my own thing. But as soon as I saw you put it out there, oh, my God. Like, the whole day was run. Like...
0: Yeah. I didn't want to believe it. But I for thought those- it was
1: just a bad rumor. It kind of reminded me of when I heard of Leo's plane crash. Girl, yes. Um, I thought... I, I really thought... They made it up, you know, and then they were at first I had heard like all his, you know, his two oldest kids were on board. Then it really was confirmed that his 13 year old daughter was on board.
0: Mm-hmm. The that, second oldest out of four
1: out of four. Yeah.
0: So for those, like I said, who who don't know, Kobe Bryant passed away at 41 four. years old. Yeah. I mean, and it, it was it's so crazy because literally he was trending the night before. His passing because LeBron James beat him in overall scoring. So at the you know he was he was congratulating LeBron, telling LeBron you know good job, do your thing, you know and and support yeah yeah. So when I saw it trending, when I saw Kobe trending on Twitter, I'm thinking oh it's just probably because you know um, what he what you know all of that and then I literally saw. No, he was trending because he passed in a, in a plane. And when I saw TMZ, I said, "Okay, well, you know, TMZ has sometimes had to walk stories back. They have, yeah." And they so, you know, this is probably just, you know, a, a you know sick, disgusting, you know. Rumor, but when we found out that, no, it's not a rumor, it, it, it's real, you know? And then when we heard, we heard Rick Fox had passed, and then they came back right. and Rick Fox's daughter was like, "He, he's not passed, like he's here, he's liking tweets, you know? And then we heard, oh, you know, like you said, one child, four child, you know, five, how many children was, Vanessa? we knew Vanessa from the beginning wasn't on the plane, but then when we found out his his younger, his, his uh, Gigi was on the plane, and we know how much she loves basketball. And then find out he was literally flying them to a game. To a game.
1: A way, and, I think
0: an away game for her, I think. Yeah. And to find out that it was nine people who passed. First, it came out, it was five. And, you know, we were like, oh my God, you know. And then to find out it was nine people. You know, and it's, you know, just it, it is literally heartbreaking because, you know, you know, it was more than Gigi that was, a, you know, a child on there. You know, it was yeah. more teammates that she had, you know, uh, on the plane. It, it just literally broke, I mean, my heart because, <sighs> this, this. I mean, she has so much more life.
1: And then how do you, I never understood how you grieve losing like a husband or something, but to lose a husband and a daughter you know, my, my heart my prayers definitely go out to the Bryant family and obviously all the fans. It is, um, I'm at a loss yeah. of words. It is really sad. And, you know, I pray that God, um, that God comforts them and mm-hmm. and protects them and may their souls for all the ones involved in the plane crash, rest in peace. And may their loved ones always remember the good times and, you know, just lean on each other and just grieve. Yeah appropriately you know and I don't know I don't even know what grieving appropriately is like just if you need to talk to someone talk to someone you know that includes fans who didn't know him you know yeah but um, just had a
0: because com- you know it's, it is when you when you think about you know LA you think about the Lakers you know yeah. I mean, that's the first thing when
1: you hear LA you hear you know Lakers yeah they, they, was, they used to go yeah over.
0: It's just like when you hear about New York, you think of the Knicks, you know. So when you think about what Kobe has done and, you know, it, it's it's really hard, especially in this day and age, to find a person sticking with one team. You know, back then you had people like, um, you know, Michael Jordan, you know, who we thought he was going to, you know, basically end his days with Chicago. But he came right. back and played a little bit for what the uh, the Wizards. Um, and, you know, for somebody like who, who was on Michael's, I mean, not on Michael, who was, well, who was on Michael's level, who made a name for himself as being one of the greats, Kobe, and to stay his whole time. And we know, you know, I mean, who wouldn't want, you know, to offer him, you know, the arm and the leg and the back foot. You know, who who wouldn't want to offer him any, you know, all the teams probably offered him th- that and some. And for him to say, no, I'm going to stick out my time here and, you know, be a Laker for life. And, you know, you have to respect him. Like I said, I was a big Kobe hater due to the simple fact he was always winning, you know, and my team was always losing against his. you know. So to you know, uh, what he did to L.A. And when you saw the pictures of the Staples Center, you saw people literally just out there crying like they lost one of their friends. You That's know?
1: what it felt like, you know, and I'm looking at all of them. He just received a, well, he may not have just received, I'm just seeing a, a tweet that Barack Obama sent out to him. You know, it, it's devastating. Mm-hmm. And to, sure. for him just to just really be getting started, you know, he'd spent most of his life um, obviously playing. And then his, this time after he retired, he was just being with his family, you know, and it's mm-hmm. it, I feel like it got cut relatively short. Uh, and it just makes it, you think, you know, time is it's important. You know, if you, if you beef in with whoever you beef in with in your family or whatever, you know, you might want to think twice about that. You might you might have to make some adjustments um uh, because it just it happened so fast y'all i'm yeah. upset as a fan and it's just my heart really does go out to them because i wouldn't even know how to begin to cope with that that is a lot to Hmm. that's a lot to deal with
0: yeah and you know it's so crazy because he said um in an interview that when he retired He was actually, you know, not watching games every day, not having to, you know, keep up with the stats, not having to care about all of that, but his daughter was so Gigi you know, Gianni was so invested in the game and she was like, you know, come watch the game with me. And she, he was looking at her watch, the, you know, the NBA games, the WNBA game. He was seeing her watch these games and being so focused and being so like into it that she actually made him love it again and made him, you know, keep up with the game and watch it. Because, you know, and, and, like, and like he said, he would go out. And when Gianni would be with him, people would say, man, you got to have another son. You got to have a son. So, you know, um, you know, they could carry on your legacy. And they she was saying, I'm here. I'm I'm not going to be in a WNBA. I'm going to be in the NBA. You know, I'm going to be his legacy. Like I'm bringing it on. And, and you know, it's and when you saw her in her uniform, you saw the love for it. And you see these celebrity kids who play basketball, you know, after their fathers or mothers, and they have such a love for it.
1: I would say it reminds me when you look at, when you were looking at the pictures on the internet, it really does. I don't know if anyone watches golf, but Tiger and his daughter are the exact same way. You know, mm-hmm. when you, when you watch her play and when you see her on the green, it looks, she just embodies tiger, you know? Uh, I mean, obviously in my opinion, she, she's younger. That's not an opinion. That's a fact. She's younger and she's learning and she has a lot more, you know, to learn, but she is, she looks like tiger. She plays like tiger when, you know, like, I think she has great potential in the future, but it's crazy. You know, you see these kids and the kids make their parents fall back in love with the sport, you know, and it's Mm -hmm. something they bond over. And it's sad that, this is this is the end you know of what happened yeah. for them but their legacy both of them Gianni and Kobe's will you know live on forever through their family because no one will ever forget them and what they've done Kobe for the game and then Gianni as a human being you know such a beautiful yeah. girl
0: yeah but it's always great to say that I mean, you got to think of the positive that they, you know, he passed doing something they loved. They were literally going to a game together. And um, what I think disgusted me the most when I heard of this is that the fact that TMZ didn't give Vanessa the time to find out. They didn't give her the time to, you know, mourn. They broke the news before they could even come to her and say, Hey, you know your husband has passed. I mean, I can only imagine being at home and hearing about that because you, you know, you
1: know, because you know who your husband was with. So to to hear about that and then try to tell your other daughter, the other two, I'm sure are younger. Well, obviously, the the youngest one is too young to yeah. probably grasp what's going on, but the other two are not mm-hmm. for sure because she was the oldest. Um, yeah. So, you know, that that's mad disrespectful. And I, I hate when that happens, you know, even when Diddy came out and said that, you know, like he was like, I had to figure out where all the kids were and tell them before they could see it on the news. Like that, that's, that's trash. Yeah. You it's know, like we have as a media be, outlet, yeah. y'all should be more respectful because yeah. these are kids, you know, and it's a, it's a wife, any loved one. Like, let me find out, let me, mm-hmm. I'll come to y'all when I'm ready. Like with Lauren London. Y'all yep. kept posting that video, like, where she was outside yep. crying the the on the, uh, at the yeah, hospital. Like, like oh, why? Her
0: running into the hospital, asking where he is and all this stuff. Why would you even feel comfortable as a human? Why would you even feel comfortable showing and sharing? And, you know, and then why would you as a blog site feel comfortable, you know, putting that? You know, up to me, we have to have there has to be out. boundaries. Yeah, even now they have the they have a screen aerial shot of uh, that I've been seeing posted around. Well, they uh, said LeBron that's James. not no, that- uh, Le- no. I'm talking about of LeBron James crying. He oh, got okay. off crying and he was, you know, boohoo crying and and, and I mean breaking down crying. And they got an aerial shot of that. Like, what? Wh- why don't you let this man have his privacy? You know, yeah. he looked up to Kobe. You know, when he came to, you know, the Lakers, Kobe was like, you know, his mentors. He was talking to him. The day before Kobe passed, he literally beat him in all-time scoring and had on his shoes. And you all think it's okay to you know where you know to to do an aerial shot of this man grieving and I can only imagine how their house looks right now and how Vanessa is feeling and then you know some people if I was her I would if if she does have social media I probably would have definitely turned you know my close my social media because I even saw when Lauren London had you know Nipsey had passed people coming up you know saying people and, and you know some of these bots alone they oh come check out my page it's like when do we draw the line as a society Just have compassion and just have you know uh, understanding yeah, because like,
1: like there, there should be a limit like you got yeah. to, you got to be respectful like
0: yeah because what happened like, if her oldest much. daughter was just flicking on espn and you know or nba tv and they broke the news before they could ever find out or she was on social media like every young kid is. Yeah. And, you know, she's looking at social media, talking with her friends, and she sees the article that her dad has passed. How would you cope? You know, we have to stop as a society posting videos of, you know, people, uh, articles of people, you know, dying first, trying to beat the cage, you know, trying to get the story. Because, I mean, it came out that literally all his daughters were on the plane and they all died. I mean, it came out Rick Fox had, you know, I mean, it's like, when do we stop trying to be the first one to get to the story? Because how did you even get Rick Fox? You know, I mean, like, and literally I heard a journalist say Rick Fox. So I was like, Oh my gosh, Rick Fox has passed. Come to find out that journalist didn't know what it was saying.
1: Yeah. It, it's too much. It, it's mad disrespectful. You know, I hope that everyone allows them the time to be with their family and and to grieve and help mind your business, you know, like mm-hmm. you, you've stated it now, you know, I don't want to say let's move on, but let them take care of them and their loved ones, you know, in the best way that they see fit. It, it It's really crazy. You know, social media has really gotten out of control and there, you know, that's not to the fans. It, it really is to the outlets who are not collecting correct data, you know, or at least give them time. So, yeah it's 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 really it's really too much but I just you know I don't know yeah I don't know
0: yeah it is it's very sad but I do want to say something so little Nas X on Sunday he won a Grammy for his video um Old Town Road of course because you know that was everywhere this summer you heard it was everywhere yelling screaming Old Town Road Well, some people thought that he was being mad, disrespectful when he won. He got on social media, his Twitter and was happy and was like, oh my God, I won my first Grammy. I am so happy, you know, just, just being happy, just being in a moment and previously tweets before he had tweeted about like, this gotta be a dream. This can't be reality. You know, um, uh, Kobe can't, you know, can't, can't have passed basically, you know, celebrating the life of Kobe. Well, when he tweeted that he was happy for his Grammy and that he was excited, people were in his comments eating him up. Oh, like he can't be happy because Yeah, like he can't because this weekend. is a, this is a, supposed to be a moment of grieving and all this stuff. So he ended up I believe mm-hmm. deleting the tweet and then uh bringing out another one saying like I didn't mean to offend, you know, I was just excited about my first Grammy. But this is my thing with it. People can have the right to grieve, but then also be excited at the same time. Yeah. It's not his fault. He didn't know, you know, the day that a legend would pass that he would win a Grammy. I mean, he, he you know, so the fact that he won one, I'm trying to figure out how is he a bad person for being like, I'm happy I won a Grammy. Like, how did, why, why, why is it okay that we overshadow people's moment? and you know try to make him guilt trip into deleting his instagram uh, i mean deleting his a uh, tweet and then people are saying you know like y'all should have canceled the you know um canceled the grammys now i definitely understand the basketball games because i do think that maybe some players just couldn't play they even said like Kyrie Irving right well play a lot because... you know
1: when yeah it yes i must say bereavement and
0: stuff so mm-hmm. but they i know they say Kyrie Irving couldn't play because um uh, You know, Kobe Bryant has actually trained him uh, in the summer. I wouldn't expect
1: a lot of those boys to play because even – everyone knows everyone, you know, like even if y'all aren't on, I guess, like cool terms and kick it after the games, like you've played them. You know you've played – that's like going to a game and say you've never played against LeBron. Like what? Yeah. You know, you've played them. So that's hard, you know, even in passing. That is – and people should really understand – Nas is allowed to be excited, you know, mm-hmm. for for his win and congratulations. I honestly, y'all, I've been so busy, I completely forgot about the Grammys. Um,
0: yeah, you look. Me too. It
1: completely. I, I was looking on my timeline. I was like, oh, that's happening now. Oh, okay. Now I completely and utterly forgot. But that man didn't mean no no upset or nothing. You know, I think people are sometimes like I always say. Sometimes people be a little overly sensitive to stuff that they see on uh social media and try to make a mountain out of a molehill and that's clearly in that case but y'all I saw the funniest tweet or was it a tweet it was a post it was on Instagram I didn't like the picture but it was funny because the guy, tall white guy, had on a hula hoop but Kim the way he staged it was so like it fit like um overalls so you couldn't bump into him because the hula hoop was his outer barrier. Oh, I felt that. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, I <laughs> need my space. And I was like, damn. I feel like that is so relevant. But the thing that I thought was fucked up was that, you know, everyone surrounding him was black. And I was like, mm, I didn't like that picture. But I like the hula hoop concept because I definitely could use one of them when I be walking around and feel like people all up in my shit
0: so you know i can use it because i hate when people be in my personal space
1: y'all Back Kim has still not learned how to what, what what did i tell y'all on one of the previous episodes what the sock is to the doorknob the headphones is to the ears
0: no i actually had my headphones then, and they were still talking no, to me. no i didn't have my headphones then. I, I was somewhere and no. she, did,
1: she didn't use the headphones no,
0: my I was heavily engaged in my phone, like to the point that if I would have came up to me, I would have been like, oh, this person is not to be bothered. They're like in their phone. They're in a they business minding you it. You didn't make eye contact with them. No, I was minding my business eating my food. Who make? I don't make eye contact with nobody when I'm eating my food. I'm minding my business.
1: I feel like you probably made eye contact. That's that's the only reason they felt comfortable. No, no right. I did
0: not. People are just too much into people's Personal space. I understand. Yeah. Look, this is all I gotta say again. If I'm at a restaurant and I'm by myself, and you see that I'm enjoying my company and I'm enjoying my life, then just you know mind your business and let me. It is this lady though who comes into my restaurant. She comes by herself all the time, and Lord bless her because she is nice, but she's annoying nice. Where she's like, "What are you making <laughs> now? What's that? What's what's that? annoying Ooh, nice? What's you that? just didn't
1: deem this a whole new thing annoying nice. No,
0: like what's that? What are you making now? Oh, how do you make that? What's in that? Like, come on, ma'am. Every five seconds, you don't need to ask me what it is. Especially when you're drinking the same exact drink I see. You know, you, you see me making and you being like, oh, well, how does that taste? Well, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm not here to give you samples all day at the bar. Oh, wait, y'all give samples of specialty drinks? No, you don't. Oh, so i say, whoa, next time i go to the I bar, I'm going to to the bar. Like if you want to taste a sample of like how a beer tastes, okay, I get you. Oh like yeah, you see, I know they do that. Like if you see a new beer and you want to taste it, okay, I'm cool with that. But don't be asking me like, what is in this drink? Oh, that drink looks really good. Like I'm not gonna give you a sample of it. Like you're you a know cool what drink. I always wonder
1: because I'm notorious for this. What is the limit? of, like, sample beers that you can try. Like, before you become annoying to the uh, the bartender or the waiter or the waitress. I mean, I'm not
0: going to give you a sample of all the beers. like we No, because you know two. I like
1: cider beers. and like sometimes Well, yeah, I'm not going like, to give you a
0: sample of all of them. I'm sorry. No, because you should know by the third beer which one you like.
1: Well, if y'all don't have the regular one that I normally have, uh, uh, no I'm
0: Mm-mm. just trying
1: to figure it out. Like
0: I don't believe you.
1: Ah, see, there's always that one that got to be difficult. See? See? that ain't right because see now now you may try to make me feel guilty but in reality i'm just gonna go and be like mm, you know what let me try that one again yeah, oh look. you know what let me try that one again look. oh wait i changed my mind let me try i'll just take the uh-uh. that one
0: yeah see me i not. that's why i will never be in that predicament because i'm not doing all that that's just a period okay so look that's all I'm saying is, I understand some people, you can, I, to me, you can always feel like we said in the last video. You can feel when somebody wants to talk yeah. along, and somebody who wants to, uh, you know. Be left alone. alone.
1: Just be in peace. Can I of get a moment? Body please? language.
0: Some of y'all just don't read body language and some of y'all really got to start because <sighs> Some ridiculous. of y'all just
1: need to know that it's okay to not talk to people. You know, it, it really is okay. Yeah. It's it, okay to it, leave. Me alone. It's not even an offensive gesture. Like, I can see you. You can see me. We can do, like, that little head nod. What's up? Keep it moving. Like, that's all mm. we need.
0: Point Mind blank, period mind your business speaking of the grammys we want to give a special special shout out to nipsey hustle he won a grammy and lauren london went up there to accept it and brought his whole family up there i loved it it was cute she had the grandma up there she had a sister up there so r.i.p to nipsey hustle i mean that's crazy within what a year two uh, legends yeah, yeah. In, in the la streets have basically you know um lost their lives but congratulations and i absolutely love it. and i see that um Lauren London have you seen like the new clothing The new yeah I, she's been doing
1: a lot she I'm proud of her though because she you know like I said I always find it hard to to ever figure out how people overcome you know the things they overcome so mm-hmm.
0: but I absolutely love them clothes I said shoot you know you know what I'm saying they're looking kind of nice you they know? Do look, but Lauren London to me is really pretty like, yeah, but the clothes look good though. You know, it's just like you know, I you know I'm not lying, when I, mean, I saw some of those Ivy Park clothes. They were looking cute too. Like some of those little. I was
1: about to say yeah for what that like, she was doing. Yep.
0: Yeah, it looked like Beyonce did a couple more squats or something because her booty has always been, like, a little big, but it's looking like a little plunches. I guess some three kids. Maybe I just need to have three kids to get a little big booty. Okay,
1: okay. We're not going to be yeah, right maybe here. Maybe,
0: well, maybe it's after I have my three kids, my booty even look a little bit more fatter. But I'm going to tell you this, Beyonce, I didn't get my box, so... You know, okay. I saw everybody ungifting their boxes, and I was like, okay, well, they looking cute, but I ain't gonna lie, those shoes was looking cute. And I know that some people was gonna gonna try to clown me, but I actually wanted to like actually run in those shoes because I think she had like a running pair of shoes and it acts like a gym pair of shoes. And I know some people oh, like okay, like just like to be fashionable in the shoes because they were cute, but I actually would 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 use it for running.
1: mm. All I know is this, because we've been well, we've been good. on a very positive note. So let me go
0: ahead and bring the what? petty. One. You want to actually work out on the clothes? I, I, I think the clothes are supposed to be for working out too.
1: I'm very particular about my workout clothes. So like, I'm
0: looking good. Shoot them, spite uh, them tight, like the bike. But, but you know,
1: I don't really i don't know i'm real picky like until my workout clothes like fall apart i don't start actively looking for um workout clothes but wait like i was about to say i'm about to take a moment to be extra petty because i haven't y'all know i haven't been petty in a minute uh pastor john gray uh what's going on sir I need answers. I need to know why they're talking about they're taking the church away. I need to know. I need to know. Some Somebody well, uh, tell me. When he
0: said he was going, he he said, give it a while. He said, well, no, he said he going to be releasing his own stuff in, in, in the... Yeah, because they canceled his TV. show.
1: I didn't watch the show, but well, I was I happy he the had the show. I didn't want to watch the show because I feel like with reality TV shows, unless you want to know like the nitty gritty of somebody, you should
0: never watch the reality show, right? Because you're going to get... Everything and then some mo. I didn't think I got that mo. I didn't watch all of his show, but when I, mean, I watched one episode of it, um, mm, it was all right, it wasn't bad. Mm, but I, I mean, it it, it clearly didn't interest me to keep watching, right? So I watched one episode and I was like, eh, okay, and so but I do know they can't, I do know that Oprah, you know, she's still on her little train, and and drawing gray got it. She was like, look. Uh-uh. Nah. I, I, no sir you get kicked off. but you know I wasn't really mad about John Gray because it's so much inconsistencies within his stories within his truth within his life at this moment and I'm not saying that maybe he is telling the truth maybe he is all that he is but it's a lot of stuff to me personally that just not adding up and what I do know is that man came out and said he want his money for that church.
1: And that's what I didn't understand. I, I, you know, I normally don't, I'm not making fun of him. I just need to know why, why, why are you having all this? Like, negative publicity towards you you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. I feel like ever since the Donald Trump thing popped off it's been like you know the cheating scandal then all of a sudden he had a a baby with the mistress and then from there we went to like tripping over him giving his wife the car which I didn't think was a problem but then people started saying he used the tides from the church to buy the car then you know now you're losing the church because you're not paying the money and it's so upsetting because you know we like to see black men rise, you know? Oh, and then he started to say, you know, black women should be basically raising black men is how I interpreted it. Well, no,
0: I felt like he was saying like, when I- And it's okay for them
1: to be broken and women, like us black women put them back together in a sense, but that takes away from the black woman, but that's a whole different topic, you know?
0: what I got from it is that this grown ass man- is basically like when I met my wife, she taught me how to become a man, and I'm like, "Right,
1: I'm sorry." How? But we should have already been there. When have <laughs> not been there, like complete, because obviously life is a constant journey. But you should have been close to you should have been a grown ass man when I met you. Well,
0: see, this is my thing with somebody like John Gray too. I hate those people, like men like John Gray, who use their father's not being in their life as an excuse as to why they could never be truly a man, right? Because my whole thing is what does you know, your father not there's plenty of people who fathers are not in their lives who are great men, who who, you know, who 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 are you know did great things out here. I mean, you know, who was really out here doing a phenomenal thing. So I don't understand why you using that as a clutch, as a crutch to be like, Oh, the reason why I'm like this is because, you know, uh, I don't have my father in my life and I had to learn how to be a man, Had to release, you know, let that hurt go. And uh, uh, every man should just be honest and be like, no, no, exactly. not every man is dependent on that. Some people are like, you know, F him. He wasn't in my life, F him. And I always long for that relationship. Like, wh- you know. And I but- guess sometimes you do, but I don't think, I think that makes you a, you know, you obviously
1: that makes you a different man, but I don't think it takes away from you being a man. And I definitely, uh I just, I don't like how he portrayed that, but I feel like he's had so much bad publicity that this church thing was just, for me, it was the final straw. Like, I want to see him succeed. And I feel like everything is piling up against him. And I want to know why, like how and why someone Mm -hmm. needs to explain it to me.
0: And that's my whole thing is. When you bought your wife that car, you know, if you knew your church was in legal trouble, why not? Maybe you should have paid for that, yeah, you know, instead of buying a car. And then, my whole thing if you're gonna, you know, and I mean, being just being honest, if you're gonna give your, your, you know, your wife that big old juicy car, you better be having that financial and you better be in financial lining and better be right because. But maybe that was his. Well, not maybe. That was his personal finances,
1: and maybe he was just trying to use the church finances to take care of the church. But there wasn't enough church finances. You know how people are all. Like every every great different. I feel yeah, but but I feel like different.
0: Yeah, but I feel like every great pastor, if you got the you know take from your own. To pay the bills, then you got to take from your own. Right. To pay the bills. No, you're right.
1: Like, and you keep it moving because that's your church and that's what you, you yeah. know.
0: Because when I listen to some of these older pastors who, you know, preach and they've been in the game for, you know, 30, 25, 30 years, and they're like, I was broke when I first started preaching because I was working a job and literally taking all my whole check and pouring it back into the church. Mm hmm and you hear them say that and it's like are, are you new pastors not doing that you just expect that the that, that you know everything's going to be great and you go gonna... but i also think like i've always said before i felt like john gray was you know got this arrogance and maybe cockiness and and, and just started moving so quickly that he didn't think and maybe at some points, well, I mean, if you clearly, you know, getting told that you that, that this man want his money, at some points you were not listening to the voice of God.
1: Right. Or you weren't, maybe you just weren't listening to the advice that was being given. Because I know, I know with all them people around you, somebody was giving you advice, telling you to do right. You know what I mean? But you, you know, and everybody... Opinions are just like assholes. Everybody got one, mm-hmm. but now sometimes you have got to listen to what's being said. You know, like, and I just I think he probably wasn't really listening. You know, because perfect example is when he met with Donald Trump. But you know, he said my wife told me not to because people wouldn't understand. You know what I was trying to do, and I didn't listen because I thought you know I could do. Mm-hmm. I could convince people otherwise, but sometimes people's minds not real in the change. but i I want to see him succeed. And I am upset, you know, and I'm upset that it it looks like we're doing that same, like, oh, what a typical black man, you know, he had an excuse, and you know, he couldn't get this together and that together, and now he losing his church. and so he was just a flash in the pan. But he wasn't just, you know, I don't want him to be just a flash in the pan. I want to see him excel. I want to see him, you know, be like a T.D. Jakes. You know, when you think of a good black preacher, there's so many. Obviously, there's more than just T.D. Jakes because there's a community of them. But I'd like to see him in that community, you know. So I want to see his bounce back. So I hope that this setback is like setting him up for like a bomb ass comeback, you know. But I was in shock when I heard that church. That that really did upset me. You know, Uh, that upset me. I I was upset.
0: I just got to see how he going to come back. Because I I don't think that he is in any kind of want or willingness to change. Because from what I keep reading and what I keep seeing him talk about, he's still living his best life and doing his thing. And he's just like, y'all, the truth will come to light. So to me, I don't think he's even like... Like and making that
1: active effort.
0: Yeah, like I think he's very comfortable in the skin that he's in. And if he is comfortable, then you know what? Do you boo? Do you to the best of your abilities. Um, you know, and I and look, maybe one day he'll get it. Maybe one day he won't. You know, I don't know. I don't know. But you know who <laughs> who who I did see trending? Who? Kevin Hart. i saw kevin hart trending after the oh game. i haven't
1: seen him in forever so I saw him him I visited, his... honestly.
0: oh yeah uh so i saw him trending after his uh um i guess he went to the rock nation brunch and he said some kind of speech i saw a little bit of it i mean i said it was like a 45 second speech or like 50 seconds out. what i saw and where everybody else saw online with him being like you know, you're in the middle of writing your book. How do you? You're in charge of how you want your ending to end. Basically, a generic, you know, speech that you basically might get when you open up your Google page. Oh, and he said it. And then some people were like imagine some. And then some people were saying, "Oh, this was so inspirational. It just touched my heart. How do I want my book to end?" And then, you know, some people were like, y'all really out here acting like that speech was just life changing and miracle working. And then, you know, it was just
1: something generic.
0: Yeah. And then some people were saying, you know, like, I'm not going to take no advice from no Kevin Hart.
1: You know, like, come on I mean, come on now. That is a very fair statement. Yeah. Kevin, Mm -hmm. uh, you got your own shit. Now, I don't really need (laughs) your shit because your advice uh, got you to your second wife. And when you was on your second wife, you realized you should have kept your first wife. So I, <laughs> I don't really want your advice, bro. We good on it.
0: So, yeah. So some people were getting all in their feelings, you know, acting like Kevin Hart is going to see their speech. And if they died tomorrow, he was going to be the first one crying and at their funeral being like, how dare y'all get on this app and talk about Kevin Hart? How dare y'all get on this app and talk about this black man trying to do his thing? Let me explain something to y'all because I understand. Um, some people just absolutely, you know, rock hard and ride hard for some people, and you can't even say nothing about them because right. you know, yep. you know. But people have a right to, you know, not listen to to me personally. I don't, I'm not a big fan of Kevin Hart. Not, I wasn't really, a, never a really big fan of Kevin Hart before all of that happened, the cheating happened. I just never was one of those people who was just like Kevin Hart, you know. I don't miss, I, I don't wish him. I thought he was me. funny. His laugh in my pain was my fave,
1: like to this day I will still laugh at that like I have never seen it that shit is
0: hilarious see and that's the thing I have seen Kevin Hart specials and I've never just been like oh my god I'm busting a gut and it's just that because he's not my type of funny I mean it's just like it's just like some people who have you know I I, I'm come from that old school of Martin Lawrence Eddie Murphy you know old school you know Dave Chappelle and some people look at them like how did you even think that was funny you know or how and that's okay if you don't think that's funny because, you know, I, I like some of Richard Pryor's stuff. I think he's funny. You know, I just come from a little bit more old school way and where you're not censored in your comedianship. You're just able to, you know, say no, what you no. want to say. No. And nobody was saying... Nobody in the 90s were policing comments. You know, nobody in the 90s were, you know, telling you, you know, you're canceled or all this stuff. You think about all this stuff you watched back in the 90s. It couldn't it couldn't air today. You know, they, they couldn't, you know, make hits that they, you know, were... So, and my whole thing is, Kevin Hart is just nobody I would personally just listen to. Just like Steve Harvey, if he was telling me how to think like a man. Because I'm thinking, did your own daughter follow that rule? You know, so
1: <laughs> you just okay, Kim, so, win, Kim wins the petty
0: award. I mean, it's not even to be funny, but if you're gonna tell me to think like a man, you're gonna write this manuscript and you're gonna write this book for me, but your own daughter's not following the book, your own daughter's not following the manuscript. I'm like, so does the manuscript actually work, or you know, is it
1: you know, I, I just see it like this, you know, it's, it's Steve Harvey. He do have good advice. I don't care what nobody say. Sometimes his advice it do be dope. So are you Sorry, know? You're a
0: big fan of Steve Harvey?
1: But I'm not. Like I liked his TV uh, shows, but I mean, like I, I, I never really liked his what TV shows. Comedy.
0: Um
1: But um, I mean, I like his advice. Point blank period. Yes, I like his advice. Now. If he told me some advice, it, would it be something I took to heart like right then and there? Mm, I don't know, you know, but I, I, I might think about it, you know. But I won't I won't count him out. Well, I guess I, I'll I'll say it like this. I, him and Kevin, I, I would take this. I would heed the same warnings of advice. I, I put it that way.
0: <laughs> Why well, haven't I mean, they were trying to give you relationship advice on how to keep a man?
1: Well, I mean, I guess when you think about it, they would know because they didn't cheat around enough. How Stevie Harvey had? But look, the one he got now, we've never heard any rumors of him being unfaithful. Kevin is a whole different story. We know he's. A, I still think when he was in that car accident, he was with another woman. But that's just look, my opinion.
0: Look, I don't think and you want nobody be, asked my um, advice. I don't think you want to be um not, uh, doing her wrong, Steve Harvey
1: okay because look she looked like she would yeah. probably take you to the cleaners and then some sir but you know
0: uh, now we, we never it's heard of him look. being unfaithful to
1: this new she one she
0: ain't gonna take you to the cleaners she she literally real life got pookie in him hmm. now
1: because <laughs> justin timberlake too you know he was acting up
0: Girl, he wants that song. I don't even know what that song is, but he wants that song to do so good that he's getting all these people to promote his song, and he's getting all these people. And he was just really upset that that black guy was number one on the charts and all that stuff. I hope his song uh, never made it to number one. It's not even being funny. It's just that, like, the black guy on the charts was doing his thing. So of course I'm I'm, look. I'm always gonna, uh, you know, look. I'm always gonna bet on black.
1: Look, all I know is this. That's all I'm going to say. Y'all be careful who you take advice from, period. But be careful who you take relationship advice from. I think I told y'all this because not everybody who giving out advice or relationship advice even giving it from the right place. I'm not taking no two-time cheaters advice. No, it's, it's not happening. I might take some things into consideration, but like just faithfully listening to them. Mm, nah. I don't I don't think so
0: yeah you gotta watch you gotta watch what you um who advice you taking into it but you know I will say about some advice that was given that was good it was I don't know uh, Diddy was trending and he um got at I think it was Clive Davis pre-Grammy party he got um honored Oh, okay. And people were saying, you know, you know, he got on that stage and he gave his speech. And when I tell you, he was talking about them Grammy people. He said, y'all got one year to shape up. He said, y'all have never been. The Grammy has never been for us. Mm-hmm. It has never been he for
1: people.
0: And I'm like, he ain't lying. Because I remember back in the day when Will Smith had won. Um, for best uh rap him and Jazzy Jeff had run for best, you know, I think rap album, and they weren't trying to put it on. They are the reason why the Grammy started putting the rap category on TV. And basically that whole you remember back in the day, like when he was rapping, it was like the holo song. Oh, yeah. Her, LL Cool J. Oh, you know I'm that good. era that, that you know that, know that good nineties music. I say it over <laughs> and over again. So basically when they they got the category and they were going to get they were going to win and so they all came together they all came together and he didn't even know who's gonna win at this time and all came together and said well if you can't tell about the you know the our, our section of the award show we're not gonna come and so all the r&b all the hip-hop acts didn't come that year and he said that he realized he won a grammy and i don't know if he ever got his grammy Or did he just refuse it that year if he ever got it, you know? Oh, yeah. I do know. Like, they fought. And that's one of the reasons that's probably, like, I honestly think the main reason why they had that now have that category, you know.
1: Well, they should have been at it. You can't just pick and choose what you say is art, which I say that, but we know it's done religiously. Yeah. And what I, you know, I give people I, props when they do props.
0: Yeah. And so, you know, Didi got on there and was like, Look, y'all have never been for us. It's time for y'all to get right. If you don't want to get right, then you know what? We're not gonna be supporting. We're not gonna be out here, you know, doing all this stuff. But my whole thing is we have got to, and I've said this time and time again, we have got to start doing our own. And I'm not talking about the BT Awards because you know, let's keep it real. BT is owned by Viacom. And you know uh, you know, you're still getting some. Oh, oh, uh, you still getting somebody else money? Do it on TV One that's owned by blacks for blacks. You know. Well, I
1: saw a post, and I've been seeing, and I guess because black businesses have been trending a lot lately. Mm-hmm. But black, uh, and I love every time I see it. I genuinely love it because it's like black businesses is not mean free. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Or
0: you know, because this is my whole thing. You and we have said this before in old episodes you'll pay all this money for a gucci belt so you can have those g's you know you pay all this money for a speed bag oh yeah all glasses watches Mm -hmm.
1: all white designers
0: you want to have have all these white designers but yet when i when i come to you and i say here's my product it's going to cost you you know it's going to cost you a hundred dollars for these sunglasses you got the big eyes.
1: Mm, you
0: tripping. I mean, you like, wilding out. We're oh, not come Beyonce. On, hook me up. You can, know, can I, I, can I not, get not. that? Yeah. And then why do we have to compare, you know, pit black people against, like I said, one yeah. another? Rihanna's doing her own thing. Beyonce's doing her own thing, you know. Like, you know, Cardi's doing her own thing. Let these people do their own thing. Stop
1: comparing them. Ain't mm no, you comparing apples to oranges, you know, everyone is great in their own category. It's it's their race, not a, it's not meant to be compared, you know, but we say that all the time and sometimes people get it, sometimes people don't, but you'll see when you try to keep up with others, it's rough. And yep. it's, a, it's a sad life and, you know, I'm not going to say it's lonely, but it's it's hard. It's hard as shit that for me to try to keep up with somebody else on a daily basis. I can't, you know, I be I can't do it. And I decided I'm not, I you know, I'm not going to do it. And, it yep. and for those of y'all who's still trying to do it, ask yourself why. What are you gaining? Because yep. I guarantee you, you losing more shit than you gaining. I promise yep. you that.
0: And yeah, and my whole thing is I'd rather support my own. Hmm. you know, who going to treat me right, you know, and this is another thing on the, on, on the other hand, black people, if you're going to be a designer, you're going to be out here, you know, trying to sell your products, you know, you got to do right by the people you got to make sure you bring it, you know, you have the, the good stuff. You got to make sure that you got quality stuff and you got to make sure that you're not out here, you know, t- scamming. And, you know, cause sometimes, you know, I, I try to support black and it literally hurts me sometimes if, when I have to change and say, Dang, I was really trying to support you. I would, really yeah, because to... most of the time I gotta argue with
1: you. You don't give good service, or you you ask for something in return, but you don't uphold your end of the deal. It, you know, it's sad that when you think of black businesses, more times than not, you gotta be like, mm, but is they gonna do right? You know what I'm saying? Because you would never think to say those when you would be like, "Oh, I'm going up to here to so and deal with so and so." You would never think to be like, mm, "But is they gonna do right?" Yeah, you know I'm, that yeah. is it's annoying. I hate, I hate that. And anytime I can, I'll support a black business. Now the I and Kim gonna get mad because we always disagree on this. Now I don't go to a black hairstylist. Oh, I but do. Bianca, how you don't go to how they? You know, I think I tried to y'all. And every once in a while, I will, you know, I go to a hair salon to get my hair cut and colored, because y'all know how I feel about both of them. However, I
0: don't want to be in the
1: hair salon all fucking day.
0: You don't because my grandma didn't have you in the hair salon all day. See, but your grandma was
1: an old, like old school ones. Yes. Now these new generation ones, I've. I'm in the hair salon all day, and I don't like it. And you think because you started on my hair, and then you put me underneath the dryer, and started on old girl's hair, and then let someone su- jump in my. Well, you to the wrong me. person. Oh, don't worry, I get up and walk out. You ain't gonna hold me hostage because you didn't wash my hair, put
0: some shit up in my head. Well, you yep, going to the go wrong walk person. Out. You got to stop going to the wrong person. But speaking of hairstylists, did you see that girl who literally got online? with her damaged ends herself saying that if you come to my salon, you come to my girl her house, because it's not a salon. She's not even licensed cosmetologist. If oh, you come Lord. to my house and you try, if you come over here and you trying to get your hair braided and, and it's looking like this and it's natural state, I can't do it. Did you see that video? I, I think we sent it to you. And I saw it,
1: but I was yeah. confused that and I turned it off midway. Cause I didn't like what I was saying.
0: And literally straightened the girl's hair. Like, seven times on one section who goes over somebody's hair seven times on one section like baby girl where girl didn't spray no type of heat protectant just started straightening and went over one little section like one like sh- but then
1: the thing that cracked me up was the hair wouldn't even move it like you know how yes, most when you do girl. a silk press your hair is very light and flowy it was as stiff as a board y'all girl, the
0: hair was broken it said please stop
1: please. You know, that's that kind of thing. You get smooth cussed out about.
0: My whole thing is if I'm going to go get a protective style, that's the reason why I'm not wearing my natural hair because I'm tired of it and I'm getting a protective Mm -hmm. style. Now I understand the blowout. You need to blow out your hair. Okay. I get it. Some, but some, you know, people are like, you ain't got to do that for me. Just come with it washed, you know, and combed out, you know, you can just leave it in its natural state. Um, I understand even with the blow dry, like, you know, blow dry it out or stretch it out. However you want to do it, just make sure it's, you know, stretched or whatever. Right. But right. Sh- flat iron? why would I need, first of all, most, and I have talked to several beauticians because again, my grandma was a beautician. May she rest in peace. And also I know beauticians and they say, I wouldn't want you to straighten your hair because all them products you're going to have to have in it. And I got to put my own products in there because I like to braid with my own stuff. So if you come in with your hair you know, straightened, you don't put products in there. And then you want me to put products in there, it's going to be a product buildup. Look,
1: I, I do it real simple. I come with my hair in its natural state, maybe a little bit of conditioner, very little. But if you blowing out my hair...
0: Um, you know I'm saying, I mean, you got your hair because we have been to the same stylist before. You never blew, blow blowed out your hair. You came with your hair curly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, well, what are you saying? Yeah, to
1: I, I come with my hair curly. Yeah, I don't, mm-mm. I don't blow it out. I wash it and I'll put a little bit, a very, very, very little amount of oil or not oil. Oh yeah, I, I mix oil and conditioner, and then. um I'll just let it air dry and put it on a bun on top of my head or in a ponytail. And then that'll be whatever stretching it is, but I'm not actively going out of my way to, you know, because I, you know, I don't want you to have, why do you need to blow dry it to braid
0: it up? That doesn't make sense. Well, I blow dry because my hair is, you know, my hair is thick. It's super thick. So I blow dry out my hair because I know it's it's a handle because even when people be like, oh, Jesus, Lord, your hair, I'm still so braiding, you know, and I get it. You know, my hair is not, you know, it, it's so I get it. But to, to tell me to come with my hair. First of all, to me, you're not a you're not a real hairstylist if you're telling me to straighten my hair i don't could right. be a real hairstylist but you know I, like i said some of these new age hairstylists they don't feel like washing your hair no more they don't feel like you know conditioning deep conditioning shampooing they want and i literally got told by a hairstylist that before i come to get my hair washed shampooed conditioned and straightened that i need to come with it detangled and i'm like oh hey i'm here for I read that you said I need to cut my hair, detangled, but you're about to wash it and shampoo it. You know, you about to wash it, conditioning and deep conditioning and trim it. And she was like, "Yeah, just just before I like it to be uh detangled." I'm like, "But well, in that detangling on wet on dry hair, and isn't that like the worst you could do? Is detangle on, you know, dry hair? Right, because and- it'll break. But well, you can detangle like- on." I see. I don't know because I I'm detangle not, on dry hair. Uh-uh, so. I try, Look, I'm not trying to hit no snap, crackle, pop. No <laughs> and so then she was like, "Yeah, just before I, you know, wet it, I like it to be detangled. Why? If you about to wet, if you about to wet my hair and wash it, why does it need to be detangled? Because you just you wasting my time. Like, what are you talking about? Why do I need to come in there with detangled hair? I, I honestly, I need to just come in there with my head out of the uh, when I take my hat off whatever that I'm wearing to come up in there and then you just gonna you about to shampoo me in the bowl
1: these modern day hairstyles is lazy as shit Th- they really are when you come across a good one you got to keep them because some of
0: these my mo- I won't say all of them most of yeah them. not all of them because I did find a girl that I'm trying to go to and she knows yeah that's what I was about to say I won't say mo- I won't say all mm-hmm. of them I was wrong for that but most
1: yeah. of them you come across they be lazy they yeah. all lazy you know I told you laziness uh, just like I y'all I learned laziness is, I don't know if it's a generational thing. I don't know what the hell it is. But I had a lazy delivery man, y'all. Needless to say, I won't say the name of the company or the delivery man's name. But don't come to work if you're going to be lazy. Your whole job is to pick up furniture and move it from point A to point B. And if ever there's a time you feel like that's too much for you, Keep your ass at home. Because when you come in my house, you're not going to be disrespectful on moving nothing. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't thrown things at family members for being disrespectful. Oh, girl, now calm down now. So this laziness, I I, I can't stand la- oh, laziness at a job and you want to get paid. Ugh, the nerve. So, y'all, I cussed him out. I threw him and his crew out of my house. And no, I didn't feel bad about it. Then, when they came to re deliver, I thought it was the crew, but apparently, it's the whole delivery department is lazy as shit because they were scratching up my walls. And you know, it's crazy. Oh, well, you know, Bianca, it's okay because Home Depot, if you chip off a little paint or match it. Look here, when I painted my house, I didn't paint it and be like, oh, okay. I'll just chip off a little because the trifling ass delivery man gonna take a chunk out of my wall. And I'm, you know, no, that's, that was not what was in my mind. So the lesson of this, before I get irate, (laughs) if you a delivery man, if you a whatever, trash guy, you know, hell, if you work in corporate America and your job is to be the answer that, you know, to look up the questions to the answers. If you don't feel like doing your job point blank period, keep your ass at home. Call in a sick day. <laughs> I'm not feeling well. Oh geez. jeez. Because I'm telling you, it's like a new Bianca has been awoken. This, this this letting everybody pass and oh you was just having a rough day at work. Fuck your rough day at work. I got rough days at work too and don't nobody care. Mm. So especially if you delivering, don't be delivering stuff and then half-ass delivering stuff. You putting holes in my wall and shit. Mm. <sighs> It's a mess, y'all. I that was should have done the rant at the beginning, but I didn't. I forgot. So y'all going to catch it at the back end. Let me tell you something about these deliveries. Y'all. We're still going what? on about the deliveries? <laughs> <laughs> I was upset. I was upset. And I think I would have been okay. But then you started talking crazy to my mama. Lord is my witness. There's only two people who could talk crazy to my mama. And one of them, God rest their soul, is no longer here. And then there's me. So, oh, so you're not pop pop <laughs> oh no pop 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 still can't know i'll let him know in a heartbeat now my grandmother and me was the only two and like i said my grandmother has passed so it's just me so if you not jane or bianca you you better get your whole life together because if not i'm gonna get it for you you came in my pop, like to my house talking to my mom. pop pop can say something no pop pop can't pop pop can try Pop pop not allowed. Now I let pop pop get away with a lot of stuff, but talking crazy to mama, mm-mm, that that that's not in the the cards you was dealt, sir. Well, that's that's uh that's his daughter. You show sure right, but I said what I said,
0: girl. But on that note, <laughs> and on that note, we are. <laughs> We are happy to be back with our episode after after our little uh technical difficulties last week. We hope you all enjoyed this episode. If you and a loved one have some little stupid petty beef going on in that stuff right now, because yeah, you do life not is know if tomorrow either. is promised, because we can definitely say that we never thought this decade alone we would say RIP to a legend and his daughter great. I mean Ugh. we never thought we would not see his daughters grow up and play in, play NBA so we we never thought we could honestly say that we would see that so you know we love y'all we are gonna do
1: this again next week remember if you don't want to be at work keep your ass at home it's okay most of y'all got paid time off so enjoy that paid time off don't, don't bring your ass to work and not want to pick up that box from A to Z putting holes in people's walls Th- that's mad disrespectful don't do it y'all if you having a bad day just wake up and <laughs> i'm calling in sick but what you shouldn't call in sick too is this podcast so if you're not listening uh-huh.
0: come on, need to y'all. be listening we
1: everywhere y'all ain't no need to not be listening if you miss out check us on unapologetic radio we there on mondays you got your previews that come on on the Wednesday. We release on the Thursday. We recap on a Monday. Then you got these beautiful prayers and we just be interacting with y'all. We love it. So we love the support. So stay yep. in touch.
0: Yep. We are Realtimes KB at Gmail. We also are on Instagram, Twitter, and, and Facebook. Yes, my own. So y'all make sure y'all check us out. We love y'all. We hope, we wish y'all all the best. Have a great 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 week week. yes ma'am we gonna holler at y'all next week so keep keep it easy peace